Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Okay, Fridays for me are supposed to be the meditations with the music, but I want to go deeper with you. Yesterday was the ascension of the Lord, and I contemplated Jesus floating away. And what would I be feeling, even though he told me, You need me to go. If I don't go, the advocate will not be sent. But I'm telling you, I would not be one happy camper. (laughs) I would be afraid and freaking out. Just like the apostles were. Because then they ran into the upper room and they locked themselves in there. They were afraid, even though Jesus said, look, the advocate will come. He will lead you to all truth. It's going to be better this way. I must go be with the father. And then I think about Mary. I guarantee you. Mary must have talked those dudes off the ledge like thousands of times in those 10 days. Those 10 days of darkness as they sat in that upper room praying for the Holy Spirit to come as Jesus promised, hoping in the promises that Jesus told them would happen. I've been going down this road with Mary a little bit more, a lot more, actually. Every morning I'm reconsecrating my prayer to myself and all my exterior goods to her in a prayer. And I'm praying to her for any oppression on any of those things. It's beautiful. You can pray. If you've consecrated yourself to Mary, there's a beautiful prayer of oppression. And so when you think about oppression, sometimes you think, you know, physically, okay, let me explain. Let me back up a minute. Evil can attack you in three ways. Possession, which is very, very rare, where they actually come in and take over. Number two, it can be obsession. And that is like obsessive thoughts and thinking Like you can't think of anything else. You're haunted and taunted by thoughts. And then the last one is oppression. 
And that can manifest in a physical way, you know, like pictures moving or something falling off a shelf, something like that. Or you can be physically oppressed. I was physically held down when I was sleeping by something, quickly pushed me down, didn't have me held down. But I know many people who have had chokings and stranglings and things like that. And then they can mess with your stuff, <laughs> you know, they can get into your finances, they can get into your your possessions, your jobs, things like that. And that's where that power of oppression prayer to Mary, because I've consecrated myself to her, so I've given her everything. So I pray to Mary in this, in this prayer. And again, it's all in the Father Ripperger Prayers for the Laity book. Strongly recommend if you do not have it, get it. If you don't want it in a book format, download it on your phone. It's awesome. Because one day you're going to think, huh, why is this, why can't, why is my job not going well? Why is it that I can't find a job? Why am I constantly struggling with finances or keeping a job, whatever it may be? And you may not even think that Satan's out there messing with it. I remember hearing a story. Father Ripperger had a person that he was working with who for months just could not get people to pay him in his business. And so they prayed prayers of oppression, um, you know, to basically kick oppression out to the curb. I don't remember if it was through Mary or just regular oppression deliverance prayers. And within a couple of weeks, all the bills were paid. <laughs> so there is power in prayer. So I've started to go back to Mary and I've started to think about her role in salvation history. There's another book that's really amazing. Um, I'll reference it next time. But what I would like everyone to focus on today is nine days away from Pentecost. And I'm starting a novena which is praying for nine days. You can search anywhere. You can find any novena out there to pray online. And I'm going deeper. I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of the apostles and Mary. But I'm looking at Mary as my source of peace and calmness. I want her to talk me off the ledge. Right? When I get nervous or I want to run to Mary more because she is the mediatrix of grace. God put her on the right hand of Jesus. Those two are inseparable. And I I've, I've really want to kind of get closer to Mary and her spouse. Because Mary was filled with the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to read a book called Mary's Life in the Holy Spirit, A Model for Us. And that is by Andy Oney. A-N-D-I-O-N-E-Y. Super short. But I think if we all took these nine days and really prayed for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, not just in yourself, but on the world, 
We cannot evangelize without the Holy Spirit. Because we need that truth. We need that fortitude. We need that power. We need that confidence, that knowledge, that understanding, that wisdom that comes with the Spirit of God. And with that being said, maybe you can pick up something during these nine days that is focusing on the upper room or contemplate or meditate on how afraid they were. They were afraid of their lives. And I can only imagine how Mama Mary was calming them down. Let's pray. Let's trust. Even after all of the apostles saw miracle after miracle after miracle, and they just saw Jesus ascending into heaven, they've witnessed amazing things that I would love to witness a fraction of that. And I have in my own life, but, you know, walking with Jesus, hello, give me a piece of that. (laughs) That would be awesome. But even though they know all of this, they've witnessed it, they've, they've seen it, they're still afraid and locked away until the Holy Spirit comes and they bust out of there and Peter goes and immediately evangelizes 3,000 and they convert by saying powerful words. I want you to do this for you and your deep relationship with the Lord and to deepen it personally. But I also want you to pray for the Holy Spirit to be poured out to the world. Poured out to everyone. We need God. You can see the evil out there. And we need to pray that that spirit not only gets poured into us, but to our families and to the whole world. I'm going to end with a twist. Sometimes we wonder, what can we do? The world is so messed up. What in the world can we do about it? We have some power. We also celebrated the memorial of Our Lady of Fatima. The feast day was yesterday along with the Ascension. What a double whammy. This is why I'm, I'm kind of looking at the Mary Holy Spirit thing together. And Our Lady of Fatima told us what to do. But how many of us are doing it? So let's not just take on a a new devotion or do a couple more prayers, but let's put our actions behind that and let's start with little sacrifices and little mortifications over these nine days. For example, I'm I'm hungry right now. (laughs) I woke up hungry and I didn't eat anything. I went right into prayer. 
And I offered it up and I offered it for three things, like Our Lady of Fatima said. For the love of God. For the reparation of sinners. And for those who are indifferent to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Lord, I offer up my hunger for the love of you for the reparation of sinners and for those who are indifferent to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, which very often is me. That is what she told the three children, who all they did was make reparations for sinners sacrifices, offering them up, praying the rosary like a bazillion times a day. But they knew what they were doing. They saw hell. I don't want you to think of hell, though. I, I, <laughs> I know a lot of people do things because of the fear of hell. I would like you to pray for the fear of the Lord, that Holy Spirit gift instead. Because everything turns on its head when that gift comes into your life. Because all of a sudden you are now living your life for God because you don't want to hurt God. You don't want to disappoint God. And you don't want to add another wound to Jesus on the cross through that sin. It's got nothing to do with hell anymore. Sure, it may be in the back of your mind, but it's not like, Oh, I don't want to do this because I'm going to go to hell. It's, I don't want to do this because I don't want to hurt you, God. I love you. And I fear you, yes, but most importantly, I love you. What do you say? You're going to join me these nine days and dive deep into Mary and the Holy Spirit? And on top of that, do what she's been saying that we should all do. And I wonder how many of us do. And I'm not one of them. When I'm offering up my sacrifices, I'm not thinking of those three things. I'm usually offering it up for something I need or I want or for someone in my family that needs it or a friend that needs it, right? Lord, I offer up my hunger for the love of you for the reparation of sinners, and for those who are indifferent to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And then you can add a little more. You could even say, I offer my hunger for all of those who hunger for you but do not know you. Let's make this a powerful Pentecost. We're approaching one of the most incredible moments in the liturgical calendar. And lots of people focus on Easter. And that's great. It's wonderful. It is the it is the liturgical calendar. Yes, of course, Christmas is great. We need Jesus to be born, but hello, the resurrection kind of trumps that, in my opinion. But then Pentecost is really God's Spirit poured out on the earth. And we need that more than ever, not only in our own lives, our own personal spiritual walk in our families, but darn it, the whole world needs it. 
So join me in a novena, grab a book that dives into the Holy Spirit, maybe Mary and the Holy Spirit, put yourself in that upper room. I would be clinging to Mary like a wet towel. I would be bawling my eyes out constantly going to her. I know I would be. So I'm going to do that over these next nine days, clinging to Mary and offering up my sufferings and sacrifices as she told me to do. What a beautiful prayer for the love of God, for the reparation of sinners, and for those who are indifferent to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Join me on this awesome ride. I cannot wait. Sorry for the meditation. I'll bring it back. (laughs) I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day. Take care.